0: The big gold belt wrestling podcast. We're back with another special edition of the big gold belt podcast.
1: The storylines have not made sense from WrestleMania to it's, now. It's been the, the best
0: told story leading into this on WWE. Event. This, this pay per view feels big, it feels important, but ultimately it's exciting. The biggest thing that, that stood out for me when I seen it I was like, okay, this has to be a joke. <laughs> And we're back for another episode of the Big O Belt Wrestling Podcast. This is your host Chambers here, along with the good guy Jamal at Giant Crab on Twitter. What's up, brother? How you feeling today? Um, not bad. You know, hanging in there. Cool, cool. Um, yeah. So we're here Friday because you know we had some obligations come up on Thursday, but you know we like well, to get out we our weekly. We, because we we, we're a team, had mm. obligations. Um mm. on on Thursday. So, you know, we like to get out a weekly episode and so we're here Friday, uh to, to to give you guys something. But you know, we're not doing it alone tonight. We got the Teflon Don
1: Edward Dow, the founder of the One Gated Community. What's going on? And just enjoying my Friday with, you know, a nice bottle of uh Ken right here. So <laughs>
0: Hi, and, and how you and, guys doing? Good man, good. Uh busy week for you
1: guys. Yeah, busy week, busy week, happy week, uh, uh, all around. I think the celebration hasn't stopped since last Friday. So, you know, we're still drinking, we're still having a good time, and the the phones and the and the Twitter, you know, Twitter's going crazy. But uh, overall, yeah, it's uh, the crab knows because he talked about it a long time ago. He's he's finally the champion of everybody, whether you like it or not. And you know, to the one percent era, the
0: one percent yep. era. Before before we get into some wrestling business, let's make some money today. What's the current stock tip, man?
1: Oh my God, it's like, I tried to get everybody on this morning, you had a big tech crunch and I'm trying to tell everybody if you, you ever been to a Kroger down South? Kroger is what you want to jump on. Because Kroger will be bought by Amazon by next year. I guarantee you that. So um, you're all looking at this Amazon juggernaut and you're looking at what the pieces they're trying to put together. And I think Kroger falls in line with what they're doing. I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it happens by the fourth quarter. So I'm telling people, hey, buy and go strong with it. Stay away from the tech crunch right now. But uh, Kroger would be my my dark horse and I think it'll be a big triple-figure payoff if you if you got enough patience in a few months in hand.
0: So we get this in the show there if you want. <laughs> 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 and it wouldn't be right if I didn't uh go to our weekly movie reviews. Jamal, what you got for us this week? So this
2: week, um, I saw three movies that are going to be released this weekend. The first one, uh, we have *The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly*, and the good is uh, *Girls Night*. I
1: was liked it.
2: Yep, I was surprised at how much I liked it. Uh, it's an R-rated comedy about four uh, your friends that kind of fell out of favor. Life happens, and then they go to the Essence Music Festival for um, uh, to rekindle their friendship, and uh, things go hilariously out of control. Um, you could draw <laughs> comparisons to Bridesmaids or Bad Moms or The Hangover, but the difference is, is that this is realistically funny and it's it's adult humor for adults in very real situations. It's not like a Seth Rogan movie where you have like a drunken penguin go to Bobbin and, and blows up a gas station. <laughs> Nothing makes sense in those movies, but somehow it's funny. Um, the bad, which really isn't that bad, is Dunkirk. Um, if you're a Christopher Nolan fan, then uh, obviously you've already seen it twice, but it's about the, um, the British, uh, 400,000 British troops being uh, saved on the Dunkirk Beach in northern France during World War II. Uh, it's a wonderfully, beautifully shot movie, and it's the only reason why you should see it in real IMAX. However, I don't really care about any of these characters, and there's no, and Hans Zimmer may be tone deaf, I think he has an inner ear infection or something like that, because the soundtrack is ridiculous. Unless you actually like Inception, The Dark Knight Rises, or Interstellar. If that's your jam, then Hans Zimmer's World War II dubstep mixtape. That's what you'll get for an hour and a half. Um, so yeah, it's an hour and 47 minutes, which is shorter than no one's uh, normal movies, thank God. But honestly, <laughs> it's it, it's not uh, as good as the hype will lead you to believe. If you haven't seen half Ridge from last year, do that and stay up this weekend. And the ugly is uh, *Valerian* and *The City of a Thousand yeah. Planets*. Yeah. Um, and the problem with and it, it okay. So *Luc Besson*, a famous French director, he did um, *The Professional* and *District B13* and a bunch of other movies in France. Uh, he kicked. He took to the Kickstarter and raised two hundred and ten million dollars, whatever that is in euros. To make this the biggest independent movie of all time, but it sucks. <laughs> the problem—it's based on a uh, 1960s uh, French comic book uh, about space cops yeah. that fall in love because they're partners, like every other you know, woman and uh, intergender cop duo does. But in the movie, it's just dumb. Um, there's some names to know in it. Uh, Cara Delevingne, um, Dane DeHaan, Clive Owen are in it. Um, but the long short, short of it is, when you spend that much money on special effects and the best acting performance is from Rihanna, that's going to be a, a bad time. So if you if you have the kids, it's two hours and twenty minutes, which is way too long for a movie like that. But um, yeah, that was uh, that was a bit rough. So. Uh, there's some other stuff that i saw that comes out next weekend i will be seeing detroit on wednesday
0: Can't so wait. i'll
2: let you yeah I'll let you know how that goes but um yeah it was a decent week of the movie so far tonight this weekend
0: and i went to see annabelle this week and um jamal's not a fan of uh of that genre but um mm-hmm. I, I i thought it was a very solid movie uh for a horror movie because it actually had a plot and a meaning to it um and the characters was pretty consistent uh, Annabelle is within the conjuring universe or whatever you want to call it so um, it mm-hmm. made ties to the other movies and it was just, it was just well done I really had no complaints about it uh, considering that I seen that movie wish upon last week which was absolutely horrible uh, it was good to see something a little bit more refreshing uh, from the, the horror genre come out so that doesn't come out to like next month but overall I thought it was a pretty solid movie Um. Before we get into it today, definitely want to take a second just to send um, prayers over to the Under the Mat Radio crew and my boy Tech, uh, their uh, uh, tragedy and his family this week. And um, just want to take time to send prayers and, uh, you know, sit with best as wishes as you get through it, man. <sighs> That's rough, man. Um, so, yeah, Friday, we made our debut, not in the ring, but outside the ring for Nova <laughs> Pro um, pre-show. Which we had a good time and it was for the Nova Pro uh, America's Lane 17, which was one hell of a car um, um, I did a review of the show over with uh, Sean Neutron over at um, the square circle sound off So uh definitely take a listen to that this week when we covered the whole car, but um, you know We'll talk about our highs uh, about it really quick, uh, especially since we got the um, founder of the gated community So I know he's going to have some choice words about it but uh overall absolutely an amazing card i mean i just it's 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 sort of say troubling and and, and it's kind of like it's kind of hard to uh what's the word release after you have such a good card and you're just standing around like oh what do i do next like it it was just so so much energy in it i mean the northern virginia fans came out and um it was just energetic the whole, entire time and that I mean not to just talk about the clinic that the wrestlers uh did in the ring, but um one heck of a time i pretty much uh pretty much got to be one of their best brother cards of all time so but uh just to get into the card a little bit, well, maybe I'll let you uh talk about this Ed,
1: you had your guy. I mean, you want to go with the ladder match. Everyone keeps talking about the ladder match, but I mean, you you had a great kickoff. I mean, the Gymnasty Boys and the Ugly Ducklings, that was probably the best kickoff match I've ever seen. I mean, they had the energy, they had the hype, and they lived up to it. I was really impressed with those guys, and I, I hope they come back. I know they're penciled in for a few dates, but I, I just thought everyone went around going, that was the—that's probably the match that people really walked in on, not what to expect. But I, I thought when I left, I was like, man, those guys are actually pretty damn good. You know, and then um, the Tim Don's and, and and the star match was the whole referee thing kind of got me. I mean, I was I I had a feeling when in you weren't gonna have titles that weren't affiliated with us change hands, but for them to keep going and, and and keep playing it out, and I thought, hey, it was just interesting to see them both in the ring, and, and then the fireball. I mean, we don't want to get into the fireball too much, but uh, I, I mean that was probably the highlight of the night. I mean that was the most retweeted photo I've seen in a long time in regards to Nova pro. Um, so in Angeles and, and, and now Mike, I mean, you're next, you got next month's show has already sold out the front row because of it. I like to thank Trevor Lee coming into it. So, um, and then we get to the ladder match. And like I said, I, I've never been, I've never gone all the way through a show where I, I was very impressed with what everyone offered. Um, I, like I said, I, for Logan to win and for us to be there for it and for the real supporters like, like like Crab and a lot of other ones around the ring that have become Logan supporters and throw the fingers up. This was kind of like that moment that you're going to remember because it's like, hey, for me, it was a six month investment. And, and the minute the belt was on him, it's almost like he had tears of joy and we were celebrating. I was giving out champagne to anybody. and it was just because hey that was that was our thing this was something that this town loves a winner and the funny thing was afterwards the amount of bandwagon fans that had raided our twitter account requesting permission to sit with us at the next show uh uh-uh we're cutting we're putting a stop to that right now because we know who was loyal from the get-go everyone knows that if you're if you're a nova if you're a nova pro regular i know your face i know your name so, I know when the, when the velvet rope should part, but for these, eh, yeah, yeah, talking stuff, no, no, the train has already gone, the ship has sailed, you're going to be sitting in general admission as far away from me as humanly possible, and I am going to spend a lot of money to make sure that happens, because this is the 1% error. I told you, I always cover my investments, he has done it, and we're going to hold that belt for a long damn time. Peace. <laughs> you have to follow that. I think the
2: uh, the biggest thing about the show, and let me just start at the top because it can't be um, understated. Uh, big thanks to Alexander James and Bobby Shields for guesting with us on the Nova Pro pre show. It was our first time uh, doing it, and uh, we heard a lot of positive feedback you know, from it, but you know, especially special thanks to those guys. Um, I'm looking at the match card right now. And it's really, top to bottom, it's one of the better complete shows that I've seen anywhere, personally, in many years. And I'm not just saying that because of our affiliation with the Getty community and Nova Pro. I mean, like, legit, if it sucked, I'll tell you. But every single match, and let's not, you know, overlook Faye Jackson and Soraya Seven. Um, let's not overlook the, uh, the Sandwich Squad, you know, pulling it out versus uh, Mance Warner and Reed Bentley dutton matt, matt cross was nuts um
1: yeah that was awesome
2: yeah that that, that was, was awesome. that was insane um kerman versus dulac and it's it, and i've taken a few months off from over pro for various reasons and to see kerman get a, a legit yeah you know, he was very polarizing at first where people just didn't know what to expect from him uh you know the people just you're taking one side or the other where this is interesting, or this is an MMA, go down the street, or whatever, and to see him get a legit pop, streamers in the air for him, you know, that was really cool to see versus Roy Gulak and all of his accomplishments, and, you know, the, the name, the lineage definitely has some kind of resonance with fans that know his brother, but certainly the uh, ugly, duckins, ugly, ugly Ducklings, um, Lance Lute and Rob Killjoy versus the Gymnasty Boys, Timmy Lee Retton and Mike Mike Mike, Mike uh, hell of a kickoff, to the show and just great throughout. Great pacing, uh, a pyrokinetic witch threw, uh, set a man on fire after his <laughs> discouraged and his babies. Um, it, it had everything. It absolutely had everything. And the only thing that we didn't remember that we didn't forget is, and this is certainly not over, Cutie versus the Beast happened. We cannot understand, uh, understate that and it ain't over because there was a lot of things, there wasn't a definitive win by Isaiah. And it wasn't, you know, he definitely gave Bo a taste of his own medicine with a low blow on the roll-up to win. But, you know, Bo's already said that this isn't over, that he's coming back, you know, for blood. Uh, Eric Royal won his match with the 1% gauntlet. Uh, you know, somehow, some way, he pulled it out, and he'll be facing Logan in September. Um, unfortunately, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes when it comes back because uh, you know, the 1% is taking on and the triple, uh, six man tag next month versus, uh, the carnies. So, you know, it's just, honestly, Mike and Angela Lane, among other things. And when that fireball went off, I was in awe because I was standing next to the dude that took that picture. And I couldn't grab my fa- fa- camera fast enough because I didn't know or believe what the hell I just saw. It was insane. And then she's gonna to have to, because Mike, you know, his Twitter went dark for a couple of days. And then it came back that she's gonna to have to face, you know, not another woman, not some some other woman. She's gonna to have to face Keith Lee. I mean, that's a visible man move right there. If you don't cross the boss, that's what happened to Titus. That's a move like, like that, where it's like, no, this is this is your punishment. I'm not gonna be the one to do it. Keith Lee's and versus Angela Slane is gonna be insane. And I want to say that, well, we got to keep a PC. You know, we really don't want to. She threw fire at a man. (laughs) So that's a game changer right there. So just setting up the next month, the worst part about going to an overpro show is the moment that the show ends, because that is the longest possible time before the next one. And if you want your tickets uh, now, get them now. You can't sit front row because they're already sold out and you can't sit with the getting community because, well, obvious reasons. We won't get into that, but you know who you are. So you gotta get your tickets now, you can sit in the uh, GA section with the unwashed masses and, and, and make some friends, it's a party. It was a pizza party last week, last, yeah, last week. Uh, so that was the thing too, so shout out to the Papa, Papa John's, for, uh, for making that work.
0: I forgot all about that. Um,
2: so, <laughs> so, you know, so we saw a man set on fire uh, we saw a gauntlet match. We saw an 18 minute ladder match and the first ever title change in Nova Pro. I, I want to say, you, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. And it was a pizza party. Well, I mean, what, what else could they do? Just shut it down for the year and come back in February. There's no way to stop that.
1: He's, tr- he's trying hard to top it. I tell you that. I mean, the pizza party in general—that was that was kind of a letdown <laughs> for some people. That was kind of a, that was a letdown for some people. And let me just say, mm. that was the highlight of my night is when they had no beverages and the gated community had beverages, and I was like, "Hey, it's it's time you to play ahead, people."
2: It's I, I know that ahead. you
1: guys—they legit was,
2: had a cooler.
0: I was over with champagne. I was over fountain water by one hand, and um, um and um, oh, I'm about to get. Uh, what, what brand did you guys have?
1: Um, we had water and was, we had it, water. So I was like, yeah, I, was was, nice. yeah. I was trying to be nice. I was trying to be nice because when he said it, I was like, there's some friends on the other side of the rope. And and I was like, hey, and I, I just had, I was like, man, it's like God shined down upon us that night and said, hey, plan ahead, people, plan ahead. So... <laughs> But no, it's, it's absolutely insane how far the gated community
2: has come, and it has been a, a part of the No Pro experience. And it's uh, something that I have not seen on the indie scene uh, really ever, uh, and, it, and it's a lot – it's very interesting. However, it, it, the grass is always greener on the other side, so there is that. And I enjoy my sparkling Norwegian water while the uh, labs die of thirst, so uh, yeah, it's good to be the king. But what? No, a but you're great always show. welcome
1: with us. You're always welcome with us. You always have been. You've oh. always been a supporter. And there, I'm gonna tell you, there will always be a seat for you in the VIP section. Oh, thank Both you. Sir. Of, you know, thank always. You. you know, so much love. Uh, thank you.
2: Thank you. But uh, but again, uh, and I say this without hyperbole, this may be the single greatest show in Nova Pro history. Um, so many unforgettable moments uh, where if they were to do a best of 2016, half the show would just be on this car. Because, I mean, I, I just looking over the pictures over the last week, uh, just Logan drop kicking, Chet Sterling off the ladder from Midway Up or, um, you know, Sanjay versus, you know, just so many unbelievable moments. And I can't wait for the uh, for the Blu-ray. Mike. Mike at Nova Pro. We need Blu-rays. No one has DVDs anymore. (laughs) This is twenty seventeen. We need Blu-rays. I'm just saying, Mike. Mike, And actually, we need 4K. That that should be real, but we ain't there yet. But get the 4K ready because that's coming. But we need we need Blu-rays, Mike. Help us.
1: Lucky we don't get lazy.
2: You said that, not me.
1: They don't care. But, no.
2: <laughs> but yeah, no, it was it was an absolutely great show, and if you unfortunately, and it was a good crowd too, because you know it was, and the response for next month, based on this month, you know, the front row is already sold out. So, and the uh, they're going to be in Annandale at the um, fire station. So get your tickets now because that may legit sell out. It's a it's a smaller building than um, than the JCC and there's not much room for for upgrading so if you're serious about going and you damn well better be serious about going next month uh, the opportunity to go and to see the gated community off in the distance because you can't sit with them uh, may pass you by and you don't want to be left out but yeah great show all the way around and we're going to be doing the podcast next month from the uh, Anadale Volunteer Fire Department on is that August 18th I believe so what a great way to kick off Summerslam weekend, which seriously is only NXT weekend. Uh, going to Nova Pro, <laughs> and then heading up uh, to New York with me on the bus at 2 a.m. Um, to go see NXT Takeover. Um, you know the following night in Brooklyn.
0: Indeed. Oh man. Um, so, anywho, it's gonna go down. You know some things that's buzzing around in the wrestling world. Uh, our agenda changed just a little bit just because of a day uh, after our typically Rucklers, uh scheduled day to record so bear with us but um let's get into about WWE and their network cancellation slash budget cuts I mean obviously the biggest one and most notable budget cut happens to be surprisingly for me the pyro I saw Brock Lesnar come out on Raw, and I was just like, wait a minute. Like, was was that like a, a error, or, you know, something's happening? And then um, somebody else as well. But nonetheless, I hit to the rumor uh, sheets, and apparently this is their way of cutting back money. And then it proceeded with other shows in the WWE network being canceled, such as Renee Young, Talking Smack, and whatever her other show is called. If I'm I if you know, you know the name. Is. Yes, unfiltered. Yeah, so, you know, I, I I guess this the the simple question here is just like I mean, do you agree with this? Not from a financial point of view, but because of what does it take away for the fan and, and like, do you think there's more to come or is there room for more to become? Like, what what's what what's the make of this right now?
2: Well, I think that um I never watched Talk of Smack because I don't have the network and I don't care, but. The long and short of it is is that people um, were hyped about talking smack for maybe three or four segments. And that, and from what I remember, it's uh, The Miz and Daniel Bryan, um, Kevin Owens, um, you know, going off uh, versus Cena, and there were a couple, like, a few moments. And they did a show every Tuesday. So to have, like, three or four viral moments in that six months or whatever, however long to produce live, producing live TV is expensive. Um, so if they can pack yeah. up and get out of the building as ASAP, they're willing to do that, and and that makes total sense. I don't know why they didn't just do it from the studio like they had before, but then again, you can't talk to the wrestlers in the building uh, if you're in Connecticut and doing it over Skype doesn't seem um, as in, in um, immersive. So cutting the show, I get that. The rumors were that Vince doesn't like the spontaneity of it, which is understandable, but unfortunate, because you have to justify the writer's jobs as well. Um, If they're not writing the storylines or if somebody gets to make up their own business, well, you know, it can work well, but it also can fail. Uh, We saw Alexa Bliss Carrier segment uh, by herself, and it was a bad segment, Bailey's This Is Your Life, but she could have had okay. an opportunity to uh, improvise, call an audible, and just work off the crowd and do something different. She did not, and that's what you get. But then when we have the rap battle between the New Day and the Usos, which is something that people um, are still buzzing about, you know, that's a, a bit of spontaneity. So I'm not saying I'm not going to blame Bliss, we've already done that before. But the idea is that you know I can understand why he wants a little bit tighter uh, knit on things. Um, especially since the rumors are that Vince doesn't attend as many shows as he used to, um, which he's like a thousand, so that's, that's understandable too, but yeah, they need to cut costs. Um, they need to cut costs because attendance is what it is. its is, they're not exactly experiencing growth, um, and, the, and let's be honest, the subscriber count for the WWE Network is not trending in the direction that they, need to, that they need it to be. The point of business isn't just to break even, it's to make profit. And they are not seeing a return on their investment when it comes to producing a 24-hour live streaming show, a network.
1: Pretty straightforward on that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> their stock, their stock, no, their stock is like probably the worst investment you can make because it hovers at the twenty-dollar range. And I mean, I have seen that consecutively for like the last three years. Like, you don't have anyone investing in the product, and your stockholders are holding it, but then. When you're cutting things like pyro and and you have network and you like to think internal content would generate enough ratings and make people subscribe, but they're giving away a a month of the network just about every month. It's like subscribe here and get your first month for free. And then uh, the the only movie they got coming out is that Bruce Lee movie, correct? No, no they don't, oh, don't part this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm looking at the revenue stream here, and I, have no, an investor, no, no. as an investor, I'm like, you're making some cuts, and I'm like, you're making right. a lot of cuts. I mean, the pyro helps for the little kids, but Becky Lynch isn't even coming out to to, to smoke. You can't run a fog machine. <laughs> nope. I mean, they you they, know what I'm they they they, they, back, they went back to Party City and took it back. So yeah, I mean, I'm, like, I'm saying you're making real budget cuts here. So I, I wouldn't. I, it's not a stock I ever bought, even though I love the product, because there has to be money made. And the only thing that makes them money is when they go international. Their international tours generate them money. That's the only thing that has a profit. The European market is huge. The Asian market is huge. And that's why you've seen some of these pop up, because I, I don't think they're, they've disclosed a lot in their reports. but and, I well, mean, They just had a, had a quarterly th- call
2: um, on Thursday. When it's Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. yeah.
1: And um, they did announce
2: that they're going to be uh, teaming with um, a network in South Africa to bring them uh, live content uh, regularly, they've uh, re-inked a deal with J-Sports in Japan, Um, they've signed a deal with Brazil, so they're definitely making, Gender is the champion of SmackDown for obvious reasons, Um, so they definitely have that going for them, Uh, but touring in the US is their bread and butter, Um, and since the public consciousness, um, the culture, isn't on wrestling anymore the way it used to be in the 90s for a number of different reasons. Um, mm. you know, the biggest thing, and of course you can definitely correct me if I'm wrong, but the biggest thing has gotta be the merch and the TV deal. When you had, what does the network do for their TV deal when how do they go back to the bargaining table in 2020 and talk to NBC and demand this when the network isn't pulling in their own way? NBC has the, um, the leverage in that regard where, well, your product is trending downward as far as the ratings are concerned. And no matter what Vince says that the ratings don't matter, NBC does care. So how can they go back to the bargaining table and demand that they pay less or that they have more coverage when their ratings are, they've lost 48% of their ratings from um, WrestleMania last
0: year.
1: I'm, I'm not arguing with you. You're right on that. But competition has gotten a lot better too. So, I mean, you don't you can't even throw that in there right now. I, I, who's staying up late? I caught the early bird to watch uh, New Japan. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm
0: not going
2: to sleep tonight. You're paying because,
1: attention. Sure, competition is is
2: uh, more prevalent, but the competition isn't direct, and it, the interest of New Japan or Access TV or a global force or whatever is a singular drop in the bucket. Lucha Underground, Lucha Underground isn't breaking the top fifty, top one hundred fifty of the Nielsen's every week. Um, Global Force somehow is, but they're at like 148, 146, and they took a hit this week. So even though SmackDown and Raw is doing bad, they are absolutely murdering their wrestling competition and are holding it strong against um, other traditional media in their time slots. Granted, they had a rough go of it because the 4th of July was on a Tuesday. Uh, It was a really hot NBA Finals and Hockey Finals, and blah blah blah. There will always be something, but the long and short of it is, is that WWE for what it's worth, isn't, they're not killing it, um, they're doing well, they will, you know, they are making money, they are, they are not losing, but they're not killing it, and so that their stock, uh, their investors are, um, and their stock prices are, is evident of that, as it's remained in that 19 to 21 dollar range over the last 18 months
1: you should come on That's my show really and you really can give stock tips
2: <laughs> <laughs> throw them out there i'm not i'm not qualified enough to
1: do that <laughs> i to re- retire early
0: it was definitely a topic for me where i definitely wanted to hear how uh what you know we got what you guys were going to think on it because like you know i'm very biased and look not looking at it from the business point of view but um, one, I feel bad for Renee Young because what is her purpose now? And I'm, I'm, I'm religiously going to stand behind Jamal's statement of she should have been in commentary for the May Young Classic, but she doesn't. She didn't get that opportunity. She won't get her. She won't get her show. So you know, she'll only be doing talking smack and raw talk after pay per views. And God knows, like yeah. even after like questionable pay per view bookings and just I don't know, just not good quality pay per views. Period. Plenty of people won't won't watch that, you know after at least Smackdown at least they were good and Smackdown was only two hours So, you know to watch another 20 minutes of show Isn't that bad? But I, I mean, I, I think it's just gonna take it's gonna take a big hit to her to the point She's actually probably going to be fading fading out until you know mm-hmm. total demons which I think that's the only thing she has involved with right now, but right. She took to Twitter herself and she was disappointed. She's just like, oh, well, I guess Twitter is the only place I can express myself. With. So, you know. But I
2: think she also said that like, I guess I'll have to go back to joining me in the ring at this time. So, um, that, that sucks. But let me, that, let me ask you this as an investor. Do you think that WWE has overextended itself? And I say that on the knowledge of Comic-Con, which is going on right now, WWE has introduced and partnered with Mattel to uh, introduce a bunch of Barbie-esque dolls for their superstars. Um, they also have four WWE-produced yeah. movies coming out this calendar year. Who, uh, can, Spike, wait,
0: can you tell me? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I just want to know who's starring in them, please.
2: Um, You're not helping, okay? Um, <laughs> no one's going to see them, but they are producing these movies. Um, and in theaters, by the way. I don't count the DVD stuff, so like 12 Rounds Part 9 um indianapolis or the or the marine 17 you know southwest australia sure 16 16 was a good one 16 was <laughs> just when you think you could the best ever you couldn't get better than marine 16 a wagadoo <laughs> if you, it trans took, 17 took it to another level but um in theaters this year they had slight come out which did pretty well um
1: well, fifty
2: thousand dollars to make and uh, two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars in the box office that's a win um, but you also have, um, I don't have, uh, Blood Brothers with, uh, Trey Songz and Our truth because, sure. Um, and then you have, um, <laughs> the one with, um, I, and I just, oh, the Bruce Lee movie that they are producing, which the Lee family, uh, including Shannon, his, uh, widow, said, we want nothing to do with this movie. It is not Bruce Lee, only by name. Don't mention us at all in the marketing. They have, they have, they. She did an interview with the Hong Kong um, South China Post, um, saying, "We know nothing of this movie. It's not ours. So if you're going to see some real Bruce Lee stuff, we can't endorse this, um, because basically they took Bruce Lee's story and made it into like Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat. They made him that character. I'll see it because sure." But I'm not looking for this to be a Bob pick, and there's two other movies that I can't think about that I can't think of that um, I should have in front of me, but yeah. But do you think that they've over, overextended themselves, considering they have, they have so many hands in different pots that may or may not bear fruit?
1: I'm just gonna say, uh, being there when the ladies rolled out and saw the Mattel doll line, it was well received. And and I think you had a you had a nice moment with Sasha and those young little girl that started breaking down in tears because you got to see it. So it's kind of like it's nice to see the women get a push. That product, I, I, I mean, I, it doesn't do anything with the normal wrestling line, but it's something different. And I've seen other Mattel's kind of desperate. Barbie sucks; it doesn't sell anymore. But it it, it had a big it, there was a big pop at Comic Con for it. And then you know, on top of the normal figures, I mean it wasn't it wasn't bad like anytime they're they're getting publicity it's good for them but like, like like jamal it's like they probably extended themselves as far as what you can sell i mean all they get left to do is bring back the ice cream bars because it's hot as hell outside right now and i would eat one of their ice cream bars that's the only thing left for them to do i mean there's no growth in the revenue market for them so as an investor yeah, yeah I, I, you don't ha- you're not showing me what you're going to do down the road you've already done the network Right. The network it probably hasn't succeeded the way they thought it would. But, I, I mean, at the same time, I wouldn't give the network away for free. you know? yeah. and, But at the same time, you got to, you know.
2: Well, that's the thing with entitlements. Once you release those, you can't retract them. So I couldn't imagine anybody paying $15 for the network for yeah. everything but pay-per-views. And if you wanted everything, the everything package, which included pay-per-views, that's an additional. You can't do that now. It's already in HD. It's already every single thing ever except the live stuff, and, and that including the pay-per-view and WrestleMania. They literally give WrestleMania away for free if you're willing to subscribe to the network the month of, which people do that and then they cancel it <laughs> shortly thereafter because it's seven and a half hours and they can't take it.
1: But What are the two shows you watch on the network? Mine would be NXT on Wednesday and Table for Three. That is the only two I will view that is their own in-house content.
2: The only shows that I watched regularly when I had the network was NXT and, and the off ECW um, content. And apparently Talking Smack was being beaten by okay. like November to remember 2001 <laughs> um, in, in yeah. the ratings for the network. So the people say don't go and don't go, well are you watching it on the network or are you watching it on YouTube? Because their YouTube content goes up before the network does
1: that's a very so, that's a very fair point yeah yeah that's fair assessment
2: yeah so i mean i don't really have to follow wwe anymore if i just subscribe to the youtube channel i can get all of the bits and pieces or subscribe to hulu or some or watch it on um uh, universal hd where i can just get the bits and pieces um i don't need to be there live i don't need to watch it live especially since it's three hours and i think they do 42 minutes of commercials yeah. I don't I don't need to watch if I can see in the three minute capsules on YouTube for free. Until they start editing stuff like the wrap up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's move on to our next topic for the night. Um we were bringing up Kurt Angles big reveal. I mean, they've been building this for a long time. I mean, I have to say the intrigue was there. Um uh, because they had Corey Graves involved and you know, Corey Graves sent him sent mm-hmm. by the, uh, the commentary table has been one of the better people back there so to get him to get him involved in the storyline is something traditionally we haven't seen in a while in wwe so the intrigue was there and uh they, they built it for a long time with little to almost no progression just but every um every raw corey graves and kurt angle having some sidebar conversation but um the reveal finally happened and it happened to find out that no, it was not. Uh, What's her name from TNA? Because I know that's who everybody was hoping it was. Might have mm-hmm. probably would have been a better Dixie, story. Carter. Dixie Carter. yeah. But no, mm-hmm. that Jason Jordan is actually Kurt <laughs> Angle's son <laughs> in some form of affair or something he had. Look, I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> The topic and the storyline itself is absolutely meh to me. I could really care less about. It. But I am bringing it up because of the fact that this does totally affect two things. The stu- the superstar shakeup, which or the draft, which seems to be totally uh going away now. And American Alpha is, yeah. seems to be no longer a thing. So, you know, the magic that they capture in nxt i mean we didn't even get american alpha versus the revival again we didn't get that because that's a SummerSlam match right there
2: that, that's yeah. a i was going to say that's a survivor series match waiting to happen american alpha versus the revival i don't care if they're on the same show or not but the, the, let, me, let me just give a paint a picture of how out of touch Vince McMahon is with today <laughs> take, it telling away. Me that
0: take it away the
2: biggest thing that he has the biggest deal the big taboo the thing that Kurt Angle voluntarily, because nobody asked him to divulge this information, but the thing that voluntarily Kurt Angle decides that this is going to be earth-shaking and ruining his, his life, his career, je- why would it jeopardize his career? Why, why would Kurt Angle, having an illegitimate son of any you know capacity, jeopardize his job performance? Okay fine, let's say that it does, because reasons. This isn't 1955. Kurt Angle, having a black son, no one cares we <laughs> live in an era today where people are trying to figure out what gender they are that's a legit question that people have today about themselves and you're telling me that this guy thinks that the big taboo is carrot son being illegitimately black so that's the first thing second thing why a black guy why a black kid had to be an illegitimate son that, that's another thing that we need to you know to, to to ask here these are real questions that I have um and I'm thinking why wouldn't it be gable that's the thing that everybody, that's the logical answer from a genetic, a, a, a wrestling, you know. Okay, fine, so it's Jason Jordan. Now Kurt and Charmell had a thing way back when. Is that an angle? Oh, it's not an angle. Okay, fine. That, that doesn't make any sense then. But Kurt's uh, son being Jason Jordan makes absolutely no sense. But this is again from the mind of the guy that had Santino Marella win a women's division uh, championship in WrestleMania. <laughs> this is also the mind of the guy that had two of the greatest luchadors of all time drive a goddamn lawnmower to the ring, and that was their gimmick. This is the, also the guy that had one of the greatest women wrestlers, one that you named their tournament after, posthumously give birth to a hand, and have that hand grow up 20 years later because of reasons. Mr. Man has done a lot of great things as far as the shaping of wrestling in North America. Uh, his uh, promise is unmatched for a lot of different reasons. He is the biggest fish in the pond for a lot of reasons, but he is willfully ignorant of how the world uh, culture works. <laughs> Today, if he thinks in his heart of hearts that this will get the people moving, his son is black. Ooh. <laughs> I, I don't know what, he lives in Pleasantville, where it's still black and white, and he sees that red apple, and McGuire is like, what are you, oh, it's red. There's no, absolutely no way, there's no way in his, in his right, feeble 80-year-old mind that he thinks that this is the thing, even if it was true, and for the record, Jason Jordan's mom is white, and his father's black, they actually went to NXT when they won the championship for the first time. So oh, how yeah. did that work out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So so how did that work out exactly? I guess.
0: Um. Magic
2: and wrestling reasons, and also
0: <laughs> NST doesn't exist. Let's not forget that.
2: That's true.
0: It does not exist. It's all a figment of our
2: imagination. Even, um, even though
0: Corey, even though Corey Graves was heavily involved in this storyline, which I I'm not even sure why now all of a sudden. So that's. Another Who thing. Who's texting Corey Graves? Yeah. Is, is nobody going to address that? Mike. So, who's texting Corey Graves? Number one, where does
2: Corey Graves have his phone on at work? Like at the commentary <laughs> table, where he was like, "I need to check this. I know this is live in seventy-five countries, but this this text message is more important than my job right now." And nobody calls him out on that. Shame on Corey
0: Graves. It's unprofessional. Why not just go back to what you said earlier? Why not just have Corey Graves tap Booker T and, like, hey, have you seen this? Like, this is crazy. And have Exactly.
2: <laughs> or, or more importantly, more importantly, why there would be – why his job would be on the line. Really. What would would HR said – Kurt, um, sit down you have an illegitimate son. Now that has nothing to do with your job and your performance as our general manager, but um we're going to dock you 30 days pay. Get out. No. No. And, and also equally you. important, right. And also <laughs> equally important, why does Jason Jordan have to be okay with this? I mean Kurt didn't know he was his son, but who was Jason Jordan's father? Was he raised by wrestling wolves and in, in in um Indiana? Did he was he born a single parent? What is his mom thinking about this? Whoever his mom be? Sherry Martell. Uh yeah, I'm just gonna put it out there. Um Yeah, you know, it's like what does that mean? That like, you know, was he from an orphanage somewhere in the Midwest, the Chicago or something like that? <laughs> At like some kind of orphanage where they train wrestlers? Um and he escaped, like X twenty three? Like what are we talking about here? And that's like and I guess that's just the end of it. Like the big reveal is that he has an illegitimate son, and he's black. In 2017, and let's and not people are trying to figure out if they're a trans damn penguin or not. I don't understand. It.
0: <laughs> and let's not let's not also not forget that they're saying like this is this is a storyline that's going to be held out for carried out for a long time. They're saying to the point that it's going to be it's going to be so consuming to Kurt Angle, he's not even going to have any in ring competition now, and this is going to be the focus of this storyline.
2: So why would it break up American Alpha? Like If you had a non-work-related issue and, you know, your tag team partner, who's supposed to be the closest guy to you at work, the guy that you, you know, spend all the time on the road with and all this stuff, why would that be the thing that you keep from him? And you go, yeah, man, I'm breaking up the team, all the success we had. Why? Because my father's Kurt Angle. Oh, yeah, I understand. You got to go. What? <laughs>
0: I mean, it doesn't make any sense to uh, It's it's absolutely, I don't know, man, this might be second worst thing that's happened in uh, WWE this year after the lesser bliss, uh, my life thing. Um, Nope. Uh, em- number one. Yeah. Well, that was a swerve because it almost yeah. happened. Oh, oh, well, it did happen, but the, she it also absolutely very much, did happen. It, yeah. She corrected it
2: pretty um, fast. I think, I think that like, just off the top of my head, the worst thing in WWE this year. Um, number one, uh, has to be Emilymelita they they teased it for you know eight months something like that and then she came out and said hello goodbye and then went back
0: I have no clue so what the definition of coming soon is no more like right. at all they debuting yeah. soon coming soon next week all of those mm-hmm. are completely irrelevant <laughs> they amounted to absolute well, lies coming soon the sun will explode and it will take eight <laughs> seconds
2: to wipe us all out that'll happen in 10 trillion years but it is coming soon. Like what reference of time do they have? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Like oh, coming man. soon. Thursday. Yep, it, it technically <laughs> is. But we didn't mention which one. That's 40 weeks from now.
0: Oh, oh WWE is definitely it's like CPT times a zillion right now.
2: Well that's just racist. I mean and I can't I can't support that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's huh. let's get <laughs> Let's let's keep the focus on you right now. I'm about to just let you just t- take over the show. <gasps> Give us some Alberto Del Rio updates because apparently he is still in the news. This time, okay. this time I guess us um, something a little better.
2: Well, I mean, I, that wasn't the first thing I was going to talk about, but that's fine. Let me find it. Um, Okay, here it is. So um, Alberto Del Rio, we all know about the um, situation in Orlando. We know about the situation with Paige and... At least, you know they, the conflicting stories have come out, but officially, the Orlando police has dropped any charges or any. Um, uh, Alberto Del Rio basically is not a suspect in the domestic violence case. Paige is now. Here's the thing: she's indicted with in- domestic violence. She is immediately suspended until the uh, the case is uh, figured out. If she is charged with domestic violence, that will be a breach of her contract, and she will be immediately thrown out of her ass. And at the WWE headquarters, so I guess the question is, um, Del Rio, who is still um, your like uh, global force impact Hardy's uh, Whataburger champion?
0: Uh, ow, don't forget the down ow, there. Hootie, Hootie. Um,
2: uh, shout out to Hootie. Uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to Hootie in Orlando, but um, love that Owl. but. With Paige, that being uh, by his side, uh, is obviously problematic. We've seen her dressed up in, in his father's mask and, and for impact tapings. But if she is indicted with domestic violence, which is zero tolerance for WWE, if do they actually fire her uh, if she's convicted of it? And what does this mean for their movie, the biopic that's supposed to come out next summer, I believe? That's honestly the only reason why she has a job right now.
0: That's a good point. That is a really good point. Yeah, And I think, I think of, that's exactly how they've been so. They don't want to give that press to Global Force. Mm.
2: Because she has a movie to promote. The movie's in post-production right now. They will need to promote it um, over the next couple of months. Now, if they promote it in WWE shows, because they're not producing it, The Rock and his film company are producing it and it will be distributed by somebody else. So how would it look if if a former WWE star took her name and notoriety to Global Force, became an active member there um, because she was unceremoniously booted out of WWE, and then had a fresh new movie to promote that's sponsored by The Rock? It would be a bad move on WWE's part whether or not they actually do it is one thing, but do they actually let her go?
0: I don't think they can until the movie comes out. i legitly legitimately do not have an answer here. I have to think about that. It's <laughs> a really good point, but I legitly I do not have an answer here. I just think that, um, I just think that, you know, this is why a W is trading water likely with this. Um, and she may be one of those restrained cases where they make an exemption for her. Yeah. They have a zero policy, but with, <laughs> with how things are going right now, anything that can create any type of revenue for them, I'm sure they're gonna think twice and maybe go a little bit different about this. I mean, obviously Roman Reigns with his uh, wellness policy uh, suspension a while ago, and he was the biggest star in the company at the time, and he was also in contention for the title or a a pay-per-view that was something that's coming up. They handled it very Mm -hmm. different than what they did for other people. I mean, completely blasted Paige, completely blasted Eva Marie kept him on the, on the low. I mean, even announced his suspension, not by the name of Roman Reigns, but by his real government name. However, wow. E-Marie got her whole, her character name, her government, everything. Blasted everywhere. So- But the
2: difference between Roman Reigns and Eva marie is Eva marie and her husband took Twitter almost immediately and said, this is, we were unjustly vilified. But Roman yep. Reigns went, see you on a month.
0: Yeah, because he knew what it was. They they probably pulled him inside. said, look, something happened. Came back negative. We're gonna right. take care of this. We 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 can't give you a pass, but we will make sure you make it to the pay per view. I mean, and they the probably thing
2: is, the thing is with Roman Reigns. They knew before he did TV before the pay per view. Still let him work the pay per view, and yep. then he finished his suspended suspension, and then came back before the next pay per view. Yeah. So
0: so there was I don't that. know. I just think you know, just just from uh the point she made that maybe pages handle handle a little bit different here or you know maybe they give her a restructured contract where she is allowed to work uh indies and other promotions but cannot appear on tvs i mean again opportunity for them to be able to create some revenue i think they're going to keep it at best interest and i think also too like i like i said on the last show i think E also has their um intrigue on the whole alberto del rio on her storyline because it's drama and people love drama no matter what it is and considering now that is her That could be charged for the domestic violence. I don't think America's gonna take as much hate into it as they would if it was Alberta Del Rio
2: true. So
0: um, There's money to be made. I mean we live in an era where people love drama fighting and all types of uh, violent and negative Impacts into society because it sells for TV. Not a fan of it, but people do. And you know this is why E hasn't pulled out, and this is probably why WWE is very silently uh, monitoring this ordeal.
2: Right. Well, I, th- I think also um, WWE and their contracts are usually pretty much standard. You have a 90-day uh, non-compete clause. You can't appear anywhere um, outside of that. I think they fire her because the, uh, the movie doesn't have a release date, as far as I know. So as soon as she is able to uh, they get that release date, I think they fire her within the 90 days so that she doesn't go and wrestle. So that way she can't show up at Impact um, and, and do things physically. Uh, in the same way that Jack Swagger couldn't do anything. He had to cancel his indie date in, in England, even though it was non-televised because he couldn't work it because of the 90 days. So I think that's, they're just playing the waiting game. Because unless she does something that's absolutely egregious, it would be to their benefit to just wait it out, make whatever they can off the movie, because the movie still has to be somewhat good. It does have Vince Vaughn, um, Nick Frost, uh, and Lena Headey in it, and Stephen Merchant's directed, who I generally like. But um, the movie itself is an investment as well. A lot of Film 4 from in the UK and uh, The Rock's Seven Bucks Productions and WWE are investing in it. and and MGM is going to distribute it. So there's some money involved in it. And it would be to their best interest that she either A, lay low, or B, if they do fire her, it is um, into the pr- a promotion schedule so that she can't work and do other promotions outside
0: of the movie while she's technically uh, received her severance from WWE. Um, uh, what type of initial contracts are signed before this happens?
2: Uh, you, your standard wrestling contract is, to my understanding... Uh, no, man, no, no, no,
0: movie-wise.
2: Um, well, that depends on um, the individual movie production uh, studio and distribution studio. Uh, it depends on their agent, basically. If the agent can work a deal uh, where they get you know, rights on box well, office receipts and, and merch or whatever, or they may just get a flat rate up front, um, and that goes into the production cost. If Jennifer Lawrence said, I need $15 million to make this happen... They want to give her a check for fifteen million dollars, and she's going to go to work. They need to make them fifteen million dollars back. So please see that movie open a weekend. So a lot of money is invested up front. They spend it however they need to spend it, and then the movie comes out. And if it doesn't make its money back plus plus twenty percent, it's a fail. Okay. But that's any business though, and that's why WWE, for example, it's not just breaking even; it's breaking even plus. Yeah. So when you see a movie like Slight make five times, uh, you know, its investment, that's a win. So that was actually—I think—that's their biggest um, percentage of a movie. Because like *The Call* or a See No Evil*, maybe one of their highest-grossing movies. But um, I think *Slight* was their biggest win, okay. As far as that goes. But considering that this doesn't have a date, it'd be hard to say how uh, this factors into her wrestling career in WWE.
0: Um. But... um. I guess, and I guess I got another ignorant question to, towards this. Does Uh-oh. Alberto Del Rio play any part in this?
2: In the movie?
0: Not in the movie, but any part of, um, I guess negative. I mean, any, any publicity is, is good publicity, but does he play a negative aspect into the the uh, outcome of this movie as far as uh, uh, income or? Well-
2: well, I guess Ed would be the guy to ask about that about you know cross promotion and cross pollination of, of of subgenres. Uh, wrestling fans are wrestling fans, but there are people that may be attracted to Vince Vaughn and The Rock and Lena Headley and Nick Frost, um, or just fans of the UK in general of independent films that may not know her story and go, "This is interesting." And then once they you know do any type of homework and realize that she's married to a a wrestler with a um, Less than sell a track record. You know, I mean, uh, Alberto Del Rio, whether you like his character or or his personality um, or not, he hasn't done, he's done things that may be considered in poor taste, tactless, and moral, but not illegal. You know, he didn't put a gun to her head at the airport. You know, he didn't throw her mom down a flight of stairs. You know, he didn't throw a toaster in her bathwater. He may be a jerk. Oh, well. ADR is a dick, and I said it before, and I'll say it again. But That's not illegal, though. So if he, and he will, have no part in the promotion of this movie, because this doesn't involve him. He came very late into our story that's not covered by the movie. Um, to wrestling fans, it'd be... I know that I'm wearing my Brad Maddox, Xavier Woods, Greatest Tag Team of All Time shirt to the screening. But no one that's not a wrestling fan would know what that means or
0: cares. Kill boy. And you I know what you there,
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> two time champs. <and> <laughs> two time champs.
0: And I guess you could say from the success of Glow, it's just a small uh sample dose of what non-wrestling fans would, would um would give viewership to something they're not uh right. they may not be totally a, a day-to-day fan of. So
2: Yeah, I don't see people kicking in kicking down Joey Ryan's door that were like, Hey, I am a Netsu subscriber that have never watched a single thing wrestling, but you were awesome. Maybe people are doing that, but in general, I don't see how show attendance is going up because of Glow or because of Total Divas and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but cross pollination is a thing that, that can and should happen if you want to grow your business in, in different um, ventures. And we just talk about the potential to oversaturate the market with your product, which is a bad thing. But with this movie and Paige's future as concerned, as wrestling fans, we're concerned about two things. And it's more about with her as a person as and a character than this movie, whereas other fans of cinema are like, this seems like an interesting story. let's see what it's about
0: yeah, good point well said appreciate yeah. definitely appreciate your uh your views and knowledge of that uh that is definitely um, a lot I didn't a lot I didn't consider in this situation so um, as much as I like, I'll oh, be talking about Alberto Del again. I was like, "Oh, here we go!" But that—that that was actually one of the better uh, moments for him <laughs> on this show from you. <laughs> right.
2: um, so um, let's. let's, let's uh, you want to? Yeah, one more topic, or you want to go into the news?
0: No, 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 all you.
2: All right, so let's go into the news real quick.
0: Um, you all, Emma, you are going to bring. We, we made sure you are going to bring up uh rumors of uh, the indie stars. Moving over. Yeah. Okay, you got it. Let's do it. Let's do
2: Your it. Your time is up. My time is now. You can't <laughs> see me. My time is now. Um, so uh, Emma uh, on July 17th sent out a tweet from Raw in Nashville last Monday. And it says, and I'm going to do my best Australian accent. Sitting backstage at Raw my five years with WWE. Happy anniversary to me here in wwe nashville watching alexis alexa versus bailey then sasha and naya love watching others get more opportunities than i never get cool so she's obviously you know you know giving very uh, passive aggressive compliments to the other ladies but they s- wasted so much time with emma when do you think that she summer ray dana brooke uh, be inserted back into the women's picture on Raw
0: when there's no unnecessary stables floating around on any brand where a legitimate stable of people who do not have anything going on, who has pure um character and realistic hatred to their spot and placement on the roster, can naturally do take that and insert it on TV. So, let's get this whole Lana and Tamina thing out the window. And the welcoming committee. Let's get that out the window. And you know, besides Carmella and Ellsworth, you know, insert these other people who have no purpose into something, and let it. Yeah, rip. they're on a SmackDown though. Amazon wrong. I, I whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. What? Why? Why are you trying to make me be diplomatically correct when somebody can say, "Oh, that guy's my son," so now he's on my on, on our show now. The sync-up
1: in the and the in the, uh, in the draft. Does, no, we we talk about this a lot. How about you? How about she automatically appears on NXT and chat and challenges? You know, for the belt. I mean, that's a great concept.
2: I feel that I've been saying this for the past year since oh, NXT right. took a decline. Yeah, I mean, like from the thing,
1: that's why I'm bringing it up because I mean it's a great idea. It's a great concept. Yeah. I
2: would love to see, especially since Asuka is the Goldberg of wrestling right now, and that's official. WWE has acknowledged yeah. that that she is she is Goldberg.
1: Yeah,
2: with the winningest uh, championship streak ever, whatever. Um, the long and short of it is, I would love to see Emma Oscar. Literally said, "Y'all don't have anybody for me. I'm not working until you find me competition." And she's on a beach somewhere. Yeah, but what if Emma showed up at NXT and said? Or just showed up a takeover and said, "I'll take your belt from you right now," like Paige did when she first showed up versus AJ Lee. So I think it absolutely could happen instead of just putting them on the shelf. Just let them go to work. Um, Alicia Fox being yeah. used in that stupid um, you know thing that she had on 205 Live. <laughs> Summer array, you know, not the best uh, you know uh, at what she did, but still uh, an underutilized talent for no reason. Um, let let the ladies work. Yeah. Um let's move on to uh, darren young we haven't heard his name in a while uh he is uh he was injured he had that uh, elbow injury um back in january uh he had the surgery and PW insider believes that he should receive his medical clearance next month the only thing is is that he really didn't have anything going for him um before he left and that was seven months ago going on eight so hopefully they'll have something for him when he comes back. But that's just one of those things where, you know what, you got Bobby Roode down there. I'm not saying that Darren Young is the name that's going to get the NXT crowd hyped, but it would be interesting to see him just show up and just get some work down. Um, if they could do it for Eva Marie, saying that she came back to NXT to retrain and blah, 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 then why not? Baseball players do it all the time where you have a guy go down to AAA on rehab and work for a couple games and then come back up when he's ready so and, and I, i've been saying it forever it should happen
0: and let's 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 make this very clear nobody looks at send downs as a stigma into their into the skills some people need to screw their head yeah. on back tight i mean you're still getting paid the same money but you know right it is sort of get relevant get back in stride and you know do what you gotta do it helped for y'all COP last year and i i mean the it, it did because he was out the, he was going towards out the league he definitely was right. <laughs> but you know the thing is they say emory couldn't wrestle she she didn't have it she had to looks. blah 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 so send her down so she can get better at it whatever but right. no do it do it not because of what people can do because you should have already evaluated somebody that they belong in this company or they don't put it back to get them re relevant Uh it's Obviously about to work for Drew McIntyre, even though he made the loop-de-loop way about doing it. But it works. And I mean it, it, I mean, look, come on. The people in talent well, and, it can work because we saw Alex Riley
2: come back, and it's not exactly was the uh the, the biggest thing um in NXT either. So
0: um he didn't have his head screwed on to right. I mean he every every other chance he got, he wanted to uh throw somebody under the bus in WWE so... Well, you know, that's
2: what I'm saying. It's, it's NXT isn't a guarantee, and it's not a cure all because you still have yeah. to be the person people want to see. Yeah, but it's better than just doing nothing.
0: And it's to it's to AJ Styles' point yeah. where it's like, hey, I know I can do this stuff in the ring, but it got me accustomed a, a to the WWE ways. And you know, some people may think they're above the brand because obviously no one is above the brand. So you know, I think it's just a it's a it's a it's a tour. So to get people off their power trip, and you know get back into the gist right. and become re-relevant to the fans. It's a win-win right. all the way around as long as you are willing to want to reinvent yourself or just to better yourself, period. So Darren Young... They're you not going to do it.
2: Huh? They're not going to do it because nobody because they don't recognize NXT
0: as a thing. They don't. They don't. And that's, that's a huge problem. It's a huge problem. Corey Graves, um, you know, mentions it, but it's not followed by um, promotional packages or anything. You know right. somebody can be okay. on the main so, roster for one week and they'll show his one match <laughs> from uh they'll show his one match from that one week the entire time instead of just taking back quality time and matches they had at nxt so they have the rights to all of it but nope.
2: i don't yeah. know no let's, let's move on uh mark henry um you know he he is uh, he has announced his retirement um he's gonna be on table for three Either he did it last week or he will be on there this week, I'm not sure, after all. But um, he had 21 years in the business. Um, numerous, numerous strongman lifting uh, competition championships. Uh, he's been doing it, lifting weights since high school, and, and he's been setting records all around, uh, around the world. Uh, he's won the ECW championship, the WWF uh, World European championship, and the World Heavyweight Championship all one time. Um, he also um, sired a, a hand with May Young because that needed to happen. <laughs> so there's, yeah, that happened. But um, you know, much respect to uh, Mark Henry and his, honest, and his illustrious career. He's super underrated, and he said that he will transition to a backstage role in talent recruitment. So um, if you like Apollo Cruz, Rich Swan, and there's one more. That I can't think of. Uh,
0: Mark Henry was instrumental in bringing, in bringing those guys in. So let's, let's not forget one of the best uh, WWE championship sagas was the House of Pain. Absolutely amazing, yep. and let's to your point that and blowing blow up the ring a couple times versus the Big Show that was
2: pretty awesome
0: too. Why isn't Mark Henry getting any love at the Men Young Classic? I mean, he 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 deserves some type of shout out. I mean. <laughs> Because a lot of the
2: participants in the May Young Classic weren't born when that was a thing.
0: Oh, he delivered the hand. <laughs> he was right there. I would never forget. No him. One, n- yeah, because we're old. No one knows that's
2: in the May Young Classic what that means. <laughs> <laughs> right, so let's, 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 move, let's move on very quickly evolve is coming up and that is the week before um takeover weekend i refuse to call the Summerslam weekend and um they're going to have a match where it's progress versus evolve um progress will have their own show at 8 um, at o'clock and evolve is going on at four so a great double header if you are in the new york area also in evolve news uh leo rush will have his last show before joining NXT in uh, in August. And that will be August 11th for Evolve. Uh, he's doing his last show ever on the indie scene, at least for right now, at Maryland Championship Wrestling, where he got to start, I think he's from Baltimore, uh, up in Joppa, Maryland, which is somewhere between Delaware and um, Baltimore suburbs. So if you're in that way, it's an hour south of Philadelphia, it's an hour northeast of Baltimore, um, the Shane Shamrock Memorial Cup, one of the biggest um, indie promotional tournaments in this part of the uh, Mid-Atlantic. Uh, you, you owe it to yourself to see him off and, uh, and to see Leo Rush before WWE waters him down.
0: Yeah, also, um, By the way, he, he's from Atlanta, Maryland, which I just Googled. I didn't even know. Oh, that. he is. Okay. Yeah, it's a PG County. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay,
2: cool. Um, yeah, so good for him. A really good guy. And, uh, you know, wish him all the best in NXT. Also joining him at NXT is friend of the show and former guest, uh, Donovan Dijak. Uh, it's no secret that he has been in talks with WWE. Um, WWE has definitely put the feelers out there over since you know WrestleMania coincidentally was in Orlando. Uh, you know, you never want to know what the left, uh, left hand knows what the right hand is doing. But um, the when he didn't re-sign with NX with um, Ring of Honor in February. It was kind of like, well, what are you going to do? We asked him. I asked him, well, what are you going to do? And uh, he finally said that he's going to join WWE sometime this year. I would love to see Dijak show up at TakeOver. I don't think it's going to be in any capacity, in 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 an in-ring capacity, as he's not supposed to finish up on the indie scene until September. But um, so NXT is definitely getting interesting again with Leo Rush, Dijak. And some other rumored uh, names, Adam Cole, to be coming to NXT this fall. So,
0: and, and hopefully, sort of, and sort of confirmed names because they have sort of debuted. It. But I mean, from the James Storms of the past, I, we I really don't know what that means. But yeah. Red Dragon has appeared, not together as a tag Red, team, yeah. but they have appeared. So, yeah,
2: Christian yeah. rally are there, and we don't know what the remnants of their May Young Classic will present to NXT um, as some of the performers are already in nxt and some of them are not so and they've been uh,
0: over into to want to sign a a fair amount of talent in the Young classes so right
2: right so um nxt definitely on paper looks to be shaping up and restocking uh, for another draft will be <laughs> they'll be galvanized again next summer it's a, it's a damn shame how that happens so uh the last thing on the news that i have is tetsuya naito interviewed part of the g1 um tournament the um seven year long g1 tournament uh the money in the bank tournament essentially if you're unfamiliar with the g1 the winner of that tournament gets a shot at the title at the january 4th tokyo dome show which is now called Wrestle kingdom um, but naito says um about koto abushi one of my favorite wrestlers um, He was asking his thoughts on on facing Ibushi in the G1, and he said in a quote, like, is he really qualified to be in the G1? Like, I mean, the fans are excited, and he's a fantastic athlete. Everyone knows that, but this is my Japanese accent for you people. Uh, But what has he done in the last year? Is the G1 tournament, like, for part-timers who have a few matches a year? When his name came up, my head was full of question marks. Like, how many matches did he have in WWE? Like, all together, maybe like 10? Less than that. So, do those ten matches equal to the quality of a hundred and forty matches in New Japan? I don't think so. So, definitely, um, Naito. You know, with the, with the lack of respect to um,
0: <laughs> uh, Kota
2: Ibushi, but you know, is he,
0: I, is, he, he is he not the biggest heel in the world? No, uh, even Maria's. Um <laughs> yeah. Fair. Fair enough.
2: So, so let's um get out of here first
0: But before we do that. Uh, do we care? Wait, not yeah. yet, not yet. Oh, okay. Because there's something happening sa- Sunday that no matter how we want to look at this or not, the Battleground is this Sunday, I mean. Uh, and it? let's just run down this card real quick. It is. First of all, Battleground last year was in DC. It was one heck of a card. I mean, we got the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn match. It was, it was. Oh, it yeah, was. We forget.
2: <laughs> I did forget. You know, I, I skipped the show because I went to Canada to see Smash Wrestling.
0: That's right. Yep, I was one heck of one heck of a show. Had match had a particular maybe two matches of the year candidates because you had the Cena Styles and um, Owens and um and uh, Sami Zayn. But I'm just gonna go down this card real quick. I mean, look, pick pick your winners. Pick anything you want to add to this, but um, or just any other side comments about it. We got the pre we got the pre match with Ty Dillinger and Aiden English. Obviously, nobody cares about Aiden A- A- England, so I think Ty Dillinger is winning there. Ty? Um, yeah, I'll go with Ty. Ty.
2: Yeah,
0: Ty. Sami Zayn is uh, continuing his War. feud with Mike Canellis along with M- Maria Canellis uh, because, yeah, uh, I love the Canellis relationship theme song. <laughs> but Sami I still have to exclude what he's doing here. Uh, Mike Canellis there for the win.
2: Um, they don't yes, Mike, like, Mike, Mike. yeah, they don't like Sammy saying. um, but Maria Kanellis looks like Dixie Carter with red hair, so I, 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 <laughs> I, I gotta go with
0: Sammy on this one. That's two Dixie Carter references today on the show.
2: Yeah. Well, she's, she's not dead. I mean, we can't talk about her. Hey, she's still around.
0: <laughs> Dixie Carter was the owner of Hootie and the Blowfish. Moving on. Oh, Kevin Owens and AJ Styles, AJ <laughs> Styles the champion, winning it at the Madison Square Garden House show. Uh, we'll be defending his US uh, championship here. Um, I don't know, AJ wins and should be maybe the match of the night here?
2: I've got to be honest with you, AJ Styles bores me. Bores me to tears. Ooh. And... Uh, you know, Kevin Owens or AJ Styles. Honestly, you could flip a coin, and um, the question is, is how many bagel bites will I have during the duration of this match? I think the over under is fifteen, <laughs> because
0: that's that's two boxes of eight, and you're wasting one. So what's happening to that last one? You're gonna leave there, or or if you go to Costco and you do a big, don't I under, don't underestimate the bagel bites. No, I got the big ones too, but at the same right. time, they still come in slates of eight inside the big ones. So you have to. Oh, you have to legitimately get two packs.
2: No, no, no! You make one box. It's forty-eight bagel bites. Let's not. Forget, let's.
0: Mine's come. If you're talking about yeah. Costco's, mine's come in the big forty thing, and it has like trays of them separated in 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 eight each. Yeah, yeah.
2: Right, right, right. They do. You just make the entire box.
0: Oh, uh, all right, but you, okay. It's like saving
2: <laughs> kidney. It's like saving front <laughs> of Ryan. You can't leave no <laughs> box. Left. It's like Blackhawk down. No, no bagel bites should be left behind.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Mr. but but AJ Styles versus Owens I don't care I mean I guess Kevin Owens well maybe I guess AJ because they'll let him keep the belt for a little while
1: yeah and yeah. Owens may be hurt what so. AJ, AJ it's AJ easily yeah. We have a knock versus
0: Baron Corbin match uh Baron Corbin is the oh, money in the bank God. holder um, doesn't seem to be making any moves towards that yet. So um, as long as he has that, I mean I it doesn't matter if he wins or lose, but uh, Nakamura because they have to continuously build him up. So
2: yeah. um is the fact he... that they have to build Nakamura, considering his great run in NXT, saddens me. And honestly, I haven't heard anything about Nakamura in like the remnants of news that I hear about SmackDown. I forgot that he was even on the show. And Baron Corbin is a potato with bald hair so i don't like it's another match that i just don't care about flip another coin it's not for the it's not for any stipulation or anything like that so this is a waste of time for me i'm going to go with with baron corbin because they seem to be wanting to build him up but if you do that what does that do for nakamura's character so i'm going to go with corbin only because he has something to fight for like the uh
0: the briefcase you know and any other aspect, I would totally agree and book it the same way. But I feel like because of Nakamura, they want to definitely make sure that Nakamura and AJ Styles rendezvous at SummerSlam. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens there. The fatal A fatal five-way elimination match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship with Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Natalya, Tamina, and Lana. So, Naomi's not here because she's the champion, nor is she even on this card at all. Which, I mean, Jesus I Christ, she, fi- she finally gets the belt, and now she's not getting matches. Like, it, it has to be hard for her, I'm telling you. Uh, but who wins here?
2: I, I hope. I'm hoping and praying uh, uh, that Lana wins. Now, I know it's unexpected, so it probably won't happen. Charlotte is a 27-time women's champion on Raw um becky lynch they've pretty much has pretty much fallen out of favor um natalia is about as charismatic as a wet wipe, and tamina is the female baron corbin so juan is the only wild card here if they give charlotte the belt charlotte doesn't need the belt to be better
0: um agreed. she's at yeah. that level already agreed
2: uh becky's already been a champion natalia has a lineage and you know tamina snuka well, sorry, bad luck of the draw if they don't like her for some reason. And I think she's great. <laughs> yeah, I think Tamita's great, but yeah. they just don't have faith in her to give her a, a legit push for title run. Yeah. So the only wild card is Lana. And considering that yeah. she lost seven times in a row in a best-of-seven series <laughs> to um, Naomi, she got swept and still had three more matches and lost those two, that if they do win... And that's the only thing that seems to be consistent is Lana versus Naomi and Lana losing. I think Lana pulls this one
1: out. I agree. That worked for me. Yeah, that, that's smart. You sold me on it. I mean, it makes sense. And it's like, why would you waste your time with anyone else? You know, you have to give Lana the chance. And it's like, yeah, I don't think looking from yesterday when everyone was around the conference table, Lana was missing. And I'm like, these other girls are already over. So, why not put someone else in a position that you can spoon feed? So, I'm I'm with you. Crab is smart on this one. She's the only one that needs the belt. Yeah. (laughs) Next match.
0: The next match we have uh, the free agent John Cena versus Rusev in a flag match. I mean, there's no way John Cena loses here.
1: (laughs) No, no way. And and he has the American flag
0: I mean, Rusev is legit one of the best heels in the business, well-deserved to be in any type of high-caliber cal- cal- match. Arguably yeah. should have been yeah. the Money in the Bank winner and in the match. But we're talking about the Super Juggernaut, Super Saiyan 5, Ultimate, Broly, <laughs> um, Kyle Ken, Azillion, John Cena versus... If you, if you don't watch Dragon Ball, you have no idea what he's talking about right now. I'm just to there. <laughs>
1: I'm Asian. I invented Dragon Ball. So. <laughs> okay. There,
0: there, there's no way Cena loses here, especially with the American flag being in the corner and the righteous uh and everything he said on SmackDown. He wins and he disappears and goes to Raw. Now, legitimate, the right yeah. booking would be yeah. is
1: that he loses, disgraces America, and goes to Raw. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> No, no that doesn't happen for John Cena. It doesn't happen. It's like the guy, he, he shits gold. So no matter what he does, it doesn't matter. It's like he's got a toy that is an exclusive at Toys R Us next month that benefits um, Make-A-Wish. There's no way he's losing this. Okay, there's no way he's losing this. So I'm, I'm next match, please. I'm telling you, somebody probably bumped him in the hallway.
0: It's Like, you know, it'd be probably pretty cool if you like lost this, and, you know, you could go to Raw. And, no, like, it'd be so great. He's like, uh, no. Delete, <laughs> <Jaleed>. delete. <Jaleed. laughs> uh, realistically, we went- realistically
2: Cena should lose this match. Um, Rusev has been yes. back after missing a lot of time. Um, he tried to get a, a, a Twitter beef started and then actually trolled Shane McMahon after he got pulled out of the Long Island Sound, tweeting at him, um, hey, this is what happened when you don't get back to me on your messages. Apparently, Rusev, no joke, may have savaged Shane McMahon's helicopter, which sent him off um, the coast of Long Island. That is some savage hero work right there. It doesn't matter because he's yeah, or Bulgarian store. Yeah, they, they exist. It's, the same. it's Eastern Bloc. All right, then. Um but but still um Cena uh you know he's you know you
0: know he's he's Cena so none of that
2: matters (laughs) yeah none of that matters because he's John Cena, so whatever.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty I know we're missing a match. If if John Cena doesn't win this match and the tournament of power tomorrow, I'm just gonna be pretty much like I'm a I'm gonna be pretty much confused. Also, Terminal Power is also another reference to Dragon Ball.
2: Yeah, and more Dragon Ball references that you may not uh get. So
0: it's better than these Jeez. Mr. Kennedy uh, <laughs> segments y'all be having. Oh,
2: um, okay. See, he's not even here to defend himself.
0: Um that's not fair. And the next match, which is gonna be right. held. At BT the basement, we have the Usos versus uh, the New Day in the rap battle part two, which is really not the, the second segment, the segment and the stipulation here, but it should be. But this is for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship. I think the Usos win. I mean, what the New Day? They don't need the belt anymore. They're over. Um, they sell yeah. merch. They get their own tag team belt. Doesn't? They're not here but to just sell more merch, and that's it. Keep it on the heels. Establish another face tag team um, to challenge them and just keep it there.
2: Honestly, what I would have liked to have happened is have American Alpha uh, interfere in that match and kind of insert themselves into the picture and make a triple threat tag at a SummerSlam.
1: Well, oops. smart.
2: (laughs) Smart. Oops. That can't happen. So I think if that's what we're going to go with, you know, the Usos and... um, and the New Day, unfortunately, the rap battle wasn't last Tuesday. Um, I don't know what they did, but they, they, there's nothing they could have done to at, at, uh, top the hype for the, um, going into the pay-per-view. Uh, with that said, I think the Usos um, keep the belts because the New Day have been champions for 500 days or something like that, pretty damn close, and um, they don't really need it to be over. Uh, you know, it's it's nothing more that they can really do, you know, it, unless the New Day threatens to break up and then somehow find a way to pull it back together after a lengthy, and I mean like a year-long losing streak, where they get beat by Heath Slater and, and Rhino for like six months straight, um, who are on uh, Raw right now. But still, the point remains, they need to absolutely hit rock bottom before they start that climb again, because if the New Day wins the championship, does that elevate them at all? I don't think so so keeping on the uh, usos you know let them run their mouths for a little while they can stand the, the rub from the championship more than a new day would.
0: and it's been a very long time since the new day has put on a top caliber match that anybody was very very impressed with i mean arguably half their wins have been kind of hillish with some type of interference or some sort so you know yeah, yeah. jamal's totally right there's nothing here for them to win they're going to keep selling merch their gimmick is them being themselves, and it works right. day
1: in and day out. I, I smell Hill turn coming. I, I think they do something bad, like you say, and they cheat their way in. You set up a rematch for SummerSlam. Makes sense.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think SummerSlam is like the big stage for it, and and given the hype and success of the um, rap battle, I think they could drag this out for another month. We only have yeah you know, less than less than thirty days to go until yep. SummerSlam. Yeah, so they can play this out for three or four more shows. Um, on Smackdown and, and then they can probably insert something else. Maybe you will know, give uh, Fandango and Tyler Breeze into the picture or somebody else Whatever taxing they have please, please.
0: Here's the question. Right. What, do that. what other tattoos? I mean because uh, the high bros are pretty much about to be done um, right. and American Alpha uh, uh, Found out that they're done the paternity you know. <laughs> test has said that you are the father
2: They really should have <laughs> had Maury
0: um host that show. Oh my God. I couldn't even deal with that. More And
2: Maureen st- <laughs> Stanford. That's such a missed opportunity there.
0: Oh, you are so right. <laughs> I can guarantee you. Well they said that Jason Jordan didn't know about this storyline till the to the week of. So um I'm pretty sure Creative didn't know what they were gonna do. So well, Creative yeah. usually doesn't know. Yeah technically but
2: but okay so so here's the deal. Um the main event is um I believe it's Orton versus Jinder Mahal.
0: Yeah. Again, Pujabi prison match. Uh, See, now they've done the
2: Pujabi prison match, I want to say twice. Yes. Definitely once. Twice. And we all, we all, but I want to say they've done it twice. And it hasn't been that good. I think with nah. two better wrestlers, uh, you know, uh, arguably more athletic, you know, just better ring uh, presence um, versus the great Khali. Um, I think you could train a squirrel to wrestle better than The Great Khali.
0: Um, <laughs> I've seen them. They're feisty. The Great Khali but is like when you create a person on WWE 2K and your system. Just and ball. don't do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> he's he is is
1: shit. yeah, yeah. That's what he is. Yeah, he's, he's horrible. He's his horrible. Name is horrible.
0: And the that's ball. it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> his special is a
1: power slam or a slap. And right. <laughs> like his finisher is an arm drag and then that's it. <laughs> But you put the height and the weight on a max and you just let him beat him to death. Right. So. <laughs> um,
2: do, do you think that you know so with SummerSlam coming up and gender you know really having a successful run as far as the international uh, presence is concerned, do you think uh, what, what damage do you think could be done overseas if gender loses? Well, arguably clean,
0: to a uh, Randy Orton bad bad for business. Uh, Ed said it earlier about overseas touring.
1: Yeah.
0: And why the Indian market is still being dabbled yeah. in. Keep it on the guy. Doesn't hurt. He's the heel. Traditionally, yeah. people should be chasing the he Doesn't. He's a great heel. and taking it into SummerSlam beyond. I, I like, I, I like the booking for gender since he's been back. And yeah. Randy Orton does not need the belt. Quite frankly, if Randy Orton runs the
1: belt again, does that not tie him with Cena?
2: No. I think he's only a 13 time champion.
1: Yeah, he'd be 14 and Cena would have Cena's tight flair, right? C- yeah.
2: Oh,
0: Cena oh. has sixteen. Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Nonetheless,
0: though, um, you know But he's up there though. Yeah. And, and, and you know, at some point Cena should be rendezvousing with Jinder Mahal. So no, yeah, because I mean that's the name that you know, Cena beats and it doesn't totally tarnish the person because if Cena beat Orton, it, it may look pretty bad in the book. But Jenny Mahal is going to be like Nations versus that. It's going to be the it's going it, it, matter of fact. It's going to be booked just like it is with, with with uh Rusev right now. But nonetheless, to to your original question, it it will hurt. And again, they need to play it safe with yeah. anything that's creating revenue. And it's keeping how it is. I mean, the booking has been great, fun. People are getting behind it. And, Jamal, you've said it over and over time. People are starting to realize that the Jenny Mahal booking is what the American story is about. And people are legitimately getting behind. Yeah. They cannot edit this off TV. People are cheering for this guy. Point Blake.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can, you can uh, spoon awesome. feed him. To Royal Rumble. You could spoon feed him to Royal Rumble, I'm telling you right now. there It is so yep. easy to look at a crowd and see that. So Unless um,
0: um, I I the whole family's wearing Cena bands, I mean, yeah.
2: No, I mean, I, I like Jinder's story because of the fact that the he, the only reason why he's considered a heel is because of the fact that he's not cheering for America. in America. He's not saying, you know, I don't like your politics or anything like that. He's just saying, I like these guys more. Yeah. So he's not putting over Canada or India. He's just saying, I'm proud to be an Indian American. And you know what? I'm doing it for them. People are going, well, let's hang it. And that's that's just not that's not <laughs> fair. You know, that's not that's that's unfortunate. And I'm glad that people are coming around to that. That's really awesome to see. Yeah. Uh with that said, I do think that they should hold on to this for Roy- to, until Royal Rumble because how hype would it be and we're going to be there in Philly. Um for the Royal Rumble. I know that I'm going to be there in Philly for the Royal Rumble.
0: I will. Absolutely. Um weekend. Food. Food. <laughs> I'm going with you. <laughs> do it. do the it, drive. Do the drive. <laughs> do the drive. And and do the drive. I'll drive, I'll drive all
1: of you. It's all. Get in hey, get inside the
0: car. Drive. I'll take no, no, we have rules. We have rules. We have hashtag do the drive and hashtag I'll meet you there. that's how we do this.
2: Yeah, I'll meet you guys there.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, that's mean, man. Hashtag I'll fly in and y'all can y'all can sleep on the floor in the hotel if you want to. <laughs> Whatever it is, yeah, we'll,
2: we'll negotiate later. But I'll meet you
1: guys there.
2: But um, but here, but here's the deal, though. I think going for it. Um, to hell with the Punjabi prison match. I mean, I hope it's a good show yeah. and an athletic match. I hope it's better than Brock and Dean Ambrose, which is a gimmick cage match that was trash. Um, but I hope gender retains it. I don't see why Orton should win it. Um, and I hope that they ride it out and maybe start a program with AJ Styles because assuming that Kevin Owens is hurt in some way and he can't really go for it. I think that they, uh, they go gender and AJ Styles. I think that they, and then they, um, yeah, Baron Corbin has to cash in at some point, which I think he should do with the Royal Rumble. Um, and they, you know, and they, and they ride that wave because you have survivor series coming up in November and you have the Rumble in January. And one of those big shows, um, you could have somebody on raw, um, threatened to challenge the SmackDown title for reasons, um, at a show. And, you know, if they win it, they jump ship, you could have, uh, you know, one of the other guys step up from SmackDown and 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 do that whole
0: thing but i think they should ride the wave for gender i
1: agree get that get get that guy some more merch too i mean the 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 first shirt is good yeah yeah Yeah. that's a sexy shirt by the way not sexy like yours but that's a sexy shirt (laughs) it's a beautiful shirt (laughs) well i will i will say that braun stroman got the shorter end of
0: the stick on a new shirt coming out then uh getting injured because this shirt was put on uh sale immediately when it was released it was 25 right. one day next day it was like $18 so but Jenna Mahal get him some more merch she's the champion and right for all other reasons we just stated get that guy some more merch and the Singh brothers too because I'm sure that I'm sure that would sell yeah. too. all right Jamal you know what to do
2: yep so um, we talked about Paige earlier and what that means but um actually Actually, no, we talked about that earlier, and that was what I had on Do We Care? Because I really don't care about uh, Pager Del Rio anymore. Um, Sega has um, partnered with WWE to bring you a
0: brand new game, Do We Care? <laughs> mm. No, I don't. Yeah, no. Really?
2: Okay, good. <laughs> good. good. Um, but yeah, we talked about WWE overextending earlier, and you just can't have your hands into everything. Um, I think that over in the long run, what I would like to see WWE do is double down on their original investment, which is the wrestling. Uh, WWE is coming to a point where fans are actually complaining about too much wrestling. There are more pay-per-views. Um, there's SmackDown Raw 205 Live. WWE main event, and if you live overseas, you get a couple of extra shows that we don't have here in the U.S. And people are legit going, and and NXT, which they genuinely forget about, and people are going, yeah, that's enough wrestling, I think I'm good. So at that point, you kind of hit that point of diminishing returns, and maybe dial it back a little bit. And I hope that they get back into that, um, not in just uh, increasing or limiting their expenditure, um, and therefore increasing revenue, that's not a guarantee. They need to do something that will bring them more people into their buildings. Um, and I hope they get that going uh, first. Uh, John Cena says that his days are numbered in WWE. Do we
1: care? Yep. Yeah, we care. Oh. We care. Oh, God.
2: Okay, so Cena, um, who turned 40 this year, um, has said that he is officially transitioning into the um, part-time role. This is the early stages of it. And that he doesn't know how long he has left in the WWE, but he's going to give it his all. Um, Mark Henry is also 46. Um, to give you an and he's retiring. So I'm not saying that they're the same person, but well, they do have a similar background in the weightlifting and stuff like that. But um, Cena, who you know certainly has a bigger name, once is definitely branching out into more um, fields outside of wrestling. He has the Fox TV show. He's going to be in a couple movies. Actually, he has a movie coming out this Christmas called Ferdinand. It's an animated movie. Um, So, Cena looks to be on his way out, uh, which also led to rumors about why he is a free agent in the first place. And that's because of the fact that they can insert him as a semi-part-timer, but not a real part-timer yet, where they need him. Um, Raw ratings are going to get murdered by Monday Night Football. Throw Cena on there at 9 o'clock. SmackDown's not doing too well against NBA. There Cena in there at well, nine o'clock. But um uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, Cena's had a good run, whether you like him or not as a character, but um is definitely
0: way out on him. um did, did he help Fourth of July ratings?
2: Uh fourth July ratings, they got crushed.
0: Um
1: <laughs> sorry, it's funny. Rusev, <laughs> no, no, they, Rusev
0: returned, no, for, they got a, pun, in, pun intended.
2: Yeah, they, got, they absolutely got murdered um, on 4th of July. So uh, we talked a little bit about the Mattel and WWE launch, um, the, the girls uh, product line. But I have a little bit more information on what Stephanie McMahon said. Do we care?
1: No, I was there. You guys could care if you want to. <laughs> I, I do. I See the
2: thing about do we care is I automatically don't care. That's why this isn't the main news. <laughs> tiebreaker
1: Don't care.
0: Okay.
2: All right. So that's it. Yeah, we're good. We're good to go.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry I ruined the show quickly. So. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Right. You don't care. You don't care. I mean, the
0: question states if you care. Say so if you don't, you don't. And that's, that's all I'm
1: I don't think it sells. That's what the funny part was. I don't think it, it works. I mean, a couple little girls are gonna buy it, but I'm like, no grown man that collects action figures is buying it. So I didn't see it. So that's why I didn't I care. Think,
2: but I think that the grown yeah. men that collect action figures will, because they're the ones that need the Jushin Thunder Liger WCW uh, promotional package from 88 from a Burger King they can't find anywhere else because they're collectors.
1: well you be um, on 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 live radio? Don't do that to me. It's okay. Well, I have I'm all not, this junk. <laughs> I'm teasing, grab. Well, I mean, I'm teasing.
2: <laughs> no, 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 because because our, our cohort, you know, also has some uh, some various um, uh, yeah. popular culture, you know, figurines as well. So, you know, it, it is what it is. But the point is, point Maybe. remains is that the outside of the the hardcore collectors, I don't know what the kids are into nowadays maybe it'll work maybe it won't but do do little girls play with dolls anymore
1: i don't know but i don't think so i don't think they do i don't think they do that's why i don't think it's going to be a success and that's sad i really yeah. don't think they play with toys anymore barbie had a
2: dream house do so. we have a house of horrors wwe um <laughs> okay
0: so <laughs> <I'm-> Yes, <laughs> these are these are very serious questions okay <laughs> Before we get out of here, um ever take the time to um where can people follow your revolution in Nova Pro and, and,
1: and other promotions to come. It's well, cool you can, yeah, you can follow us at one gated community and you can follow us at ed underscore So uh feel free and let me tell you, it's it's the one percent era and I don't know how much time we have left in Nova Pro. That's gonna be the bullet for tonight. I I don't know how much of an investment That it's worth there are other promotions reaching out. I am grateful for the friends and the people that uh, I have met Um, But a champion is a champion and the champion is required at other places. So, um I've had fun doing this. I've had fun uh, I've had fun meeting everybody and enjoying wrestling in a way. I've never enjoyed it Um, It has been great as a fantasy to come into a place be accepted and present something that was your idea and have it, have it be accepted and welcomed with, with open arms and to, to get to watch a, a man with talent and Logan Easton, the row rise, rise to the top. And like I said, it's the best investment I ever made that didn't involve money. And for everyone that like, like, like the big Gold belt podcast, I'm going to give a small shout out to Sean over at squared circle. And, all the people that we have met because it has been the humbling experience of my life to say that wrestling transcends social class, it transcends race, it transcends age. Because when you are a fan, you are a fan for life. And I am a millionaire that has a lot of things to do, but I have loved something that was homegrown. I have loved going to the shows, I have loved meeting friends that I would not have met because the friends I have in business are not the friends you have in life and I tell you guys no matter what you do in life if you have passion never give up on it don't let anyone tell you you suck at it even if it sucks and it's bad and the money is not always there if you have the inspiration in your mind to keep plugging along that God will find a way for you and there are people like me out there that see it because we had to go through it we had to dig hard we had to be told all kinds of things when you failed. But at the end of the day, when we succeeded, the guy, that becomes, the guy that becomes rich doesn't become rich because he counts his money. He becomes rich because he knows how hard the road is. And you give back to the people that want to be up there. You want to see other people succeed. And the fact that you're wearing a shirt that was a concept six months ago, James, is an inspiration to me. The fact that I'm talking to you guys in a podcast that may not be seen more than a, by a hundred people. It doesn't matter. The fact is I spent my 100 time... A hundred million
2: wide. people, you mean. A hundred million people. A hundred million
1: people. Exactly.
2: We're, we're huge in Bhutan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why, that's why, Crab, it's always going to be fun with you. It's like I, I don't have to play a gimmick when I do this. I can be myself and it's the only time in life I can be myself because you're not selling yourself on who you are. Um, like I said, I, I loved Nova Pro Wrestling for what it offered. I'm here as long as the Kings want to, want to, want to do business. And I wish everybody the, the best and we will be there until the time comes when I think that it's not a benefit to being there. But um, yeah, you know, business, that being said, Hey. Yeah,
2: it's, it's our business. They all yeah. no, Um, no animosity, no no hate. Yeah, you know, business is what it is, and yeah, um, there're no hard feelings of business. Um, ask Mr. Vince McMahon yeah, that. No. You know, ask ask oh. Bret Hart about that. There are no hard feelings of business.
1: I, I never say never. I, like I say, as I wake up every day, and 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 Noble Pro is on my mind, and I try my best, and we do what we can, and anytime you guys right. reach out, I'm quick to answer the phone. So, as far as everything else, it's like. I have enjoyed this. I hope the ride doesn't end, but if it does, my wife will probably be a little bit more happy because you know, she's like, "Hey, you never throw money down the drain unless you need to, and you never have made a bad investment." She goes, "Why do you do this?" I do it because I love it. Just like you guys do it because you love it. And those guys get the ring because they love it. So, that's what it's about. It's about supporting something you care about, and I have had fun, and we're going to keep having fun and I'm going to keep bringing the 1% error and the velvet ropes and the bottles of champagne to the masses and the character and the person they represent two things and i'm glad and i'm fortunate to say hey i've made some good friends on this ride and if the ride ends by all means i will toast to you guys and i will keep going and having fun so all right to you guys so that
2: was the best like mid-career retirement speech that i've heard (laughs) um like it's only Wednesday and you've made a retirement speech. So that's, you know, interesting, but no, it's, it's always great to have you on, Ed, you know, love the gated community. Um, and I say that, you know, like seriously, it's, you know, you guys have taken a concept and it had nurtured it and it has grown from just a seedling to an actual tangible asset to James's wear the shirt. I'll have mine in August. Um, and it's fun to see something, Come almost out of nowhere, and it was and its a great time to, to have you on. But uh, we must uh, talk again in the future, especially since your boy Logan um has a while to uh waiting for his championship is threatened in Nova Pro at least.
1: Yeah.
2: But you know, the one percent of versus the Carnies is definitely going to be next month's show is going to be a bond burner. And if you don't have your tickets, I don't know what you're doing with your life, honestly, uh, you're, you're doing it wrong because that's the place to be, but <laughs> but you know, but. As much as we love Nova Pro, the wrestling world is so much bigger than our backyard. So wherever you are, wherever you're watching this, if you're uh, shout out to the International Space Station watching us right now. If you are uh, watching us, wherever you support your local indie wrestling, uh, Wrestle Circus is on Twitch tomorrow, um, and you know Evolve is coming up with different shows. Nova Pro is back in August. CCW had shows in early August. Lero Rush is leaving us for WWE. Where they're going to bury him? So it, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. And we hope that you continue to support whoever and whatever you like all around the wrestling universe um, because it is an infinite number of wrestling content out there for your consumption. But uh, let's leave it here for tonight. It is getting kind of late and Pokemon Go Fest is tomorrow, so I'll be up early. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you guys have your, your, um, your Scooby-Doo action figures and stuff, and I have Pokemon Go tomorrow, so we all have something. But that's gonna do I, it, I it had for those us.
1: too if you want. Oh God!
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, we got yeah, some would, to, to get to get on tomorrow. All right, so I'm, we ready. Yeah. I'm suited. And I will,
2: will <laughs> we'll talk um, merch about uh, some gated community shirts because I'm gonna need one in my inventory uh, sooner than later. But uh, but that'll do it for us this week. We will see you next Thursday unless two chains bills some on us again. Um, oh what? What <laughs> did you not hear that bus coming? I told you the bus was coming and you were going under it. Um but no but that is but that'll do it for us this week. I am Jamal. You can catch me on the Twitter machine at Giant Crab, Crab with a K. Uh two chains over there. We'll see you next week, man.